You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable blade knives, fixed blade knives, and game processing kits. Now, we've all been there before, trying to field dress your wild game with a dull knife. This is where Outdoor Edge really steps in. With the Razor Safe system, you can have a brand new razor sharp blade with just the push of a button. No more dull blades and no more problems processing your wild game. To check out all of the products from Outdoor Edge, visit OutdoorEdge.com. And at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30. That's N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off of your purchase. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Today, you're going to hear an announcement on the on the podcast. Uh, so, I guess cliffhanger you got to listen on for for the announcement but uh before we get into that i want to talk about our sponsor mastin's deer sense mastin's is a is a deer scent company they're also a predator scent company and they're getting their scent in more and more retail locations throughout the state but maybe more conveniently if they if they don't have it at a local retail store you can order right from their website. Just go to mastinsdeersense.com, browse around, see what they have to offer. They've got a lot of interesting stuff. They've got scented gel crystals that you can refresh with their liquid scent. They, of course, have you know your standard liquid scents. And I don't even want to call them standard liquid scents because they've got some scent combinations from, from different glands that I've not seen anywhere else. So lots of cool stuff. We've had good success with it. More so than other scent products, which I think says a lot. So check them out, mastinsdeersense.com. Welcome to the Ohio Huntsman Podcast, where three brothers, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff, discuss all things hunting in Ohio. Our goal is to be your source for accurate and reliable hunting news and conservation issues in the great state of Ohio, as well as some fun and interesting conversations along the way. This is the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. Are you listening? All right, so how you guys been? I guess it's uh, it's a uh, you know long time no see. But yesterday we we all hung out yesterday out at uh, Grandma's out at the farm. You know, listeners, you've heard us talk about hunting out there. We met, or I met. And I don't know if you guys had met him before, but one of the other guys that uh, hunts out there, he's one of the neighbors down there, helps grandma out around the house and whatnot. <clears throat> so it was good to meet him, talk to him, put a face with the name. I mean, we knew we knew who he was, as you know, from a name, 
and where he lived. I just had never met him, talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was but good I don't know to... about you guys. That that kind of got my, uh, you know, the juices churning for for fall hunting season, being out there, and you know, late summer, just got got the wheels turning, got the the juices pumping a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh... Plus, he's a hunter, so he wanted yeah. to talk hunting, so that kind of helped, too. He was talking, you know, the little bit I was able to talk to him, he was kind of talking about what he's seen out there and getting his bow tuned in and getting all getting things ready to go. So, all good things. He was saying they, they've got people doing damage to the fields, that somebody trespassing, riding dirt bikes, four-wheelers, kind of tearing some of the crops up back there at night oh really yeah he didn't talk to you about that no i didn't hear him talk about it i mean i when i took the kids around on the gator i saw that there was a path where they had drove on the edge of the field and not crops down but i just assumed it was the owner the you know the guy who does the farming and you know i know if kids drive four-wheelers so I just assumed it was them and they just, you know, are st- stuck to the outside. They definitely had knocked some beans down, but I assume that's what that was. Yeah, he said it, there's, they don't know who it is, but there's people that have been riding dirt bikes and four-wheelers and stuff back there at night. So hmm. they're trying to get to get to the bottom of that. And then the other thing <clears throat> is, uh, you know, we're still in the middle of this crazy ammo situation we uh jeff and i were both out i don't know if jeff you went out specifically for ammo i was out getting soccer stuff for for ella she's going to be starting soccer here in another week or two and while we were at sporting goods store i swung by the the ammo section but uh if you haven't looked at ammo recently it's still expensive <laughs> yeah and i know i don't know if it was like this i think jeff you were at finn feather and fur i was at dunham's i don't know what it's like at, at the finn but at dunham's there was a lot of like shotgun ammo you know i was looking at shotgun ammo of like unknown origin like brands i hadn't you know like black aces shotgun slugs now for all i know that you know they're being manufactured by federal or or whoever i don't know but it wasn't like like your standard you know federal winchester remington shotgun ammo they had a little bit of that. that go ahead yeah i think that black aces they had at Fin feather fur as well. Okay. And I'd never seen it before, never heard of it. Um and it it looked cheap. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. it didn't it looked cheap. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I should have picked a box up and looked at it, but it was more of like, well, that's weird. I, it's funny you say that because I did the same thing. I didn't even, I didn't even pick a box up. I just saw it there. I was like, I never seen that before. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, 
So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if, if you're, we we did have some luck finding some some reasonable. If you're just using the you know the lead rifled slugs, reasonable prices on on boxes of five of that stuff. Uh, but if you're shooting the you know like the 12 gauge sabo rounds like the the hornady ssts or something you know those from what i was seeing that stuff's pushing 20 bucks a box of five which you know it's always been more expensive than the rifled slugs but that that was shocking (laughs) yeah uh prices i mean because Fin Feather Fur had a, a lot of ammo. You know, they if you were looking for ammo, they had it, but the prices were very high. Um, yeah. You know, like $45 for a box of 350 Legend, $60 for a box of 4570. You know, it was very expensive. Yeah. I mean, even uh your you know basic you know seven and a half shot um was eleven twelve bucks a box i mean they had it which was great right but eleven twelve right. bucks a box is expensive yeah i mean it kind of we did a episode on this previously, but it just kind of depends what your school of thought is. You know, if your school of thought is I want there to be ammo available for me to go hunting. And if I got to pay five times as much, at least I can go hunting. Then that's a good thing. If your school of thought is only the rich man can afford to go hunting now. That's not a good thing, <laughs> you yeah. know, so I, I don't It's however you want to interpret it, but I don't know what answer is right or wrong but i've noticed the same thing that their shelves are starting to have something on them but the prices are still out of this world so yeah walmart shelves you know if if you live near a walmart that still carries ammo the this this weekend was the first time i've seen any ammo on the shelves but at Dunham's, you know, same thing there. Like, there's ammo on the shelves. There's ammo to be had. It's just pricey. Which, you know, to your point, Jake, it's like, well, uh, you know, at least it's there, right? And I guess if you had the time and and could figure out the shipping schedules and when stuff's going to be delivered, you know, maybe you could you could get it before but for a long time you know the only stuff on the shelves was like the real oddball cartridges that you know people are not buying you know not buying on a regular basis not shooting on a regular basis now you can go in and get 22 long rifle 223 12 gauge ammo buckshot you know you can find that stuff there it's just it's just expensive so i guess now that we've got the the small talk out of the way 
that brings us to, I guess, our main topic that, that we that we wanted to make everybody aware of. We are, I guess, there's no way around it but to just say it. We are, we are going to be ending the podcast. Going to no longer do the show. It's been uh, what? This will be three years. Is that right? Yeah. Started yeah. Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah, three years. This will be. So we've done the show for three years, and it's been it's been a wild ride, right? We, I mean, we started recording back in my barn. We were doing a weekly podcast in person. You know, you guys were driving to my house every week, or sometimes we'd try to record two at one, you know, two in one day. Uh, but, you know, with an hour long podcast, that got old pretty quick, you know, it was hard to do yeah. two in a day. And you guys having to drive out here every day. Right. You know, it's just hard, hard to fit that in, right? Yeah. I mean, we all work full-time jobs on top of that. So, yeah, it was a after work on the weekend. It always has been endeavor for us. Um, So, yeah, it was tough to squeeze all that in and make it work. So we kind of pivoted a little bit once we realized we could do it and the sound quality was okay. We started doing remote recording and each which helped <laughs> yeah time wise um, yeah it helps time wise it's it's a it's a little more challenging conversation wise you know doing it doing it remotely but but we've made it work i mean the the vast majority of our episodes you know whether you the listener know it or not uh have been recorded remotely so we're not sitting around a table looking at each other we're recording through skype here and and using technology to talk over the internet and i don't know it's been a it's been a wild ride it's been fun i've learned a ton about this and and you know what all goes into it i have a ton of respect for anybody that does a a weekly podcast and you know produces quality content and and just keeps cranking out episodes because with a full-time job family and trying to find time to do this it is it's a lot yeah i don't know if you guys have uh anything to add there on kind of where where we come from or the time commitment that you guys have had to put into things uh, for me, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've just listening back. I listened back to some of our earlier episodes and, and I, grand, I guess I'm a little biased. I'm listening to myself and my brothers, but I mean, I think we've all come a long way with our radio voice, so to speak, or recording and, you know, those early episodes, there was a lot of ums and uhs and <laughs> awkward and, yeah um you know so it's we've all developed a lot with that uh we're not you know it's not that we're 
ending it because we're sick of it necessarily or don't enjoy it or we're we're certainly not leaving the outdoors or stopping hunting and fishing Uh, i mean i mean it primarily all of it comes down to just time you know jason and i have young families jeff's you know starting a young family or soon and it's you don't get time back you know so this is a passion of ours we've put a lot of time into it a lot of effort into it time blood sweat tears um you know like like you said we've gotten a lot out of it learned a lot um you know it's brings a whole new aspect to hunting when you have to think about trying to share that experience with someone else yeah um you know, it adds a whole new element that most people don't think of um, that can be very, at least my, from my experience, detracting or distracting from your hunt. Um, not that I yeah, it certainly ha- changes it. Yeah. Not that I don't or haven't enjoyed hunting the last three years. That's not what I'm saying, but it's definitely different when you're thinking, you know, your thought isn't just. I got to get up in this tree as quiet as I can. It's I got to get up in this tree and I have to document the process. <laughs> yeah. Um, which takes more time, more, you know, it's all different, you know. Or you're sitting on a hunt where you're seeing nothing, you know, you, nothing ha- happened. And you're walking back to the vehicle like, how am I going to make something interesting out of this, right? How am I going to make some sort of interesting conversation out of a hunt where i saw nothing there was you know nothing happened <laughs> right right it's like well, i, I mean, Jacob and Jeff take, saw something <laughs> right or you take you know you take gun season of last year opening day it was a disaster it was rainy muddy nasty miserable hunting and then day two where we hunted down at our cabin it was a whiteout heavy wet nasty snow so we didn't have a whole lot of success it was pretty miserable hunting and the you know from two different extremes day one was like hot quote unquote for gun season and raining and then it all froze overnight and turned the woods into a complete whiteout you couldn't see anything because all the trees were covered with an inch of ice and four inches of snow (laughs) You know, it was just in that. So we didn't have a whole lot of success on that hunt. And it makes it hard to talk about. You can talk about the suck of it, but nobody really wants to listen to you complain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it definitely brings a different aspect. Um, You know, and it's not like I said, I don't want to say we haven't enjoyed it. We have. Uh, It's just. I think time to explore some other avenues and kind of maybe get back to the basics especially with you know ella your daughter's going to be approaching hunting age my daughter i take her out you know it's i just feel like it's important for us to be able to focus on them and that process if you're looking to get some last minute inventory on what deer are in the area or attract deer for opening for an opening day hunt 
Monster Whitetail Grub is a great tool to have in your toolkit. We've had good luck with their, their products. They've got their signature Monster Whitetail Grub feed, which is what, what we've primarily used. It's a high protein feed. It's got mineral mixed in. So even after the physical feed is gone, there's still something there to attract the deer to the, the site. They've got just straight mineral you can buy, or they've got flavored corn, which takes regular corn, which we all know deer love, and kicks it up a notch. So that could be a good option if you're in an area where lots of people are are using bait as an attractant and you're looking for something different than just a, a pile of corn. So check them out. Go to ohiohuntsman.com sponsors. There you can find information on how to get in touch with them. They may have product in a retail location near you, or you can order direct from Monster Whitetail Grub. So with that, let's get back into the conversation. Yeah, and I, I want to reiterate that, you know, I've enjoyed it. It's been it's been an awesome experience. It's been awesome getting to interact and engage with the audience. You know, we've met some some people through this, even if it's just been online. And, and you know, there's a lot of great people out there in the state that uh, are passionate about hunting. They've got young families. They've got older families. You know, whatever. It's 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 been cool to kind of build this community and I'll say we're not totally shutting everything down. We're going to continue to have our website and we've got some other ideas in mind that, you know, we'll be a little more flexible on time versus a weekly podcast. So right. If you, if you want to stay engaged with us, make sure you're following us on social. And uh, I'm going to be putting a uh, like a sign up for our newsletter thing on the website. If you know that would be another great way. That way we've got your contact info and when and if we sort of finalize on what it is we're going to do, you know, we'll be able to to notify you guys and you can all kind of follow along and can continue to be part of this community that we've built yeah Jeff, are you gonna add something yeah well just that we we plan to continue you know interacting on social media you know yeah. just as much as we have if not more um and yeah we just kind of came to the realization that yeah this is a the podcast is a huge time commitment for us and we might be able to serve our audience better through other avenues yeah you know that that don't require as much time commitment from us but you know our audience gets just as much out of it yeah well and it's yeah i mean even if it's not less time commitment it'll be more of time commitment on our terms the hard thing about the podcast is it's weekly so it's you know, it's you've got to record every week. You got to edit episodes, show notes. It's got to be every week. So something comes up, whatever. You know what I mean? It's yep. the best week in the woods of hunting. You still got to record. You still got to do episodes. You still got, you know, I mean, it's so it yeah. just becomes or something comes up in your family or whatever. You know, I mean, yep. like you said, kudos to people that do it. And we've given it 
the old college try, we'll call it, but um, just with the fluctuation and schedules and changes in our, you know, our day to day and families and priorities and that kind of stuff, it's just really hard to lock down that commitment every single week. So, like yeah. Jeff said, I think you'll possibly and probably see more almost content from us on social media. Um, you know, it might be a lot one week and then there might not be much for a week because we have lives too. <laughs> right. But I think overall you'll probably start to see more from us. Um, yeah. I mean, cause the time we were spending on the podcast, we can now spend on social and, and sort of building out some of right. these other things. You know, one of the things that we're talking about doing is some sort of a, a, a t-shirt business and and if you can't tell from this this episode this conversation a lot of this is in is still in flux we're still you know trying to figure things out but one of the ideas we've kicked around uh, we have a, a family friend that has a printing a t-shirt printing business and so we're thinking about maybe trying to serve our audience in a way of you know maybe providing some some local uh local content t-shirt related if, if that makes any sense instead of just you know your sort of big network kind of um i don't know i guess i don't know what i'm trying to say there but but we're kicking around the idea of doing some sort of t-shirt stuff that that probably won't be the only thing right that's an idea that we're that we're kicking around um so yeah i mean we're gonna yeah like i guess to try and help you articulate your point jason it'll be like we're gonna stick to our theme of ohio specific um you know ohio outdoors so there'll be we're hoping like you said it's none of this is concrete or planned necessarily but our hope our thought our brainstorm session out of that came, you know, like Ohio specific t-shirt designs, you know, so you can represent Ohio specific outdoors, whether that's locations, species, whatever it is, you know, like I said, we don't have anything concrete, um, but that kind of, so it's not just out West hunting brands, you know, or outdoor, a lot of the outdoor clothing brands are out west and they focus on out west nothing against elk or elk hunting pronghorn you know whatever it is but um you know just something that's more ohio specific or at least you know this midwest region specific great lake region um like i said nothing concrete nothing in stone but that's one of the things we've kind of talked about to kind of keep the overarching theme of you know representing ohio specific yeah because that's our i mean that's our audience that's that's right that's our community that we've built that that all the listeners are part of and so we want to continue to try to serve that community in some fashion and you know if you've listened to the you know the podcast for any length of time you know you've you've probably come to know that we're 
you know, we're, we, we don't always come to these episodes with a fully thought out idea. We have, you know, we have a topic and then we explore it on air and you guys kind of get to hear us work through the idea, kind of toy with what if this, what if that in real time. And that's kind of what you're hearing here, right? There's not a lot of like, this is what we're doing and this is when it's going to be ready because that we don't we don't know that yet <laughs> we're trying to figure it out on the fly and uh hopefully some of you will stick around and continue to interact and engage with us on social and through the website hope to do a little more i mean if you've been to the website recently you've probably noticed there hasn't been a lot of activity over there we're hoping to you know kind of do a little write some articles here and there i think that's a good way to get things like regulation changes out there. I mean, the ODNR puts that stuff out and we can talk about it, but a lot of times like in an audio, you know, you're driving, we're talking about specific dates or bag limits or, you know, it's, it's just kind of hard, you know, you're mowing the grass or whatever to kind of like jot that note down or commit that to memory. Whereas if you had a, you know, a web page where, yeah, the ODNR lists the changes, but we kind of break them down in plain English or, you know, we get some clarification from the ODNR because we've built built contacts over there. And we can, you know, kind of help get that information out. I think the website's a good way to do that, you know, over an audio platform sometimes. So, Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and that like, like you said, that was kind of our, I guess, when we started this whole thing, our main goal, our main mission of the podcast um, has always been to get information out to our listeners, um, whether that's educational, whether that's for the fun of it, whatever. Um, but a big, if you've listened for any period of time, a lot of our episodes, um, I shouldn't say a lot, but a, a fair amount of our episodes have been people from o- the ODNR related to things the ODNR does or says. Uh, we just feel like it's really important to get their information out. Um, not that they, you know, not to bash on the ODNR, but they don't always, in my mind or our mind, do a great job of getting that information out to the masses. Um, that seem like they've been better recently um, with their new, you know, with the app and the stuff they've created. But when we started this three years ago, uh, it was kind of like the regs book or nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our mission or what we wanted to do was get information to people through a different platform, which I feel like we've done a good job of. And in the process, we've, you know, kind of fine-tuned other things and did some other stuff, too. But, um, you know, that's kind of, I guess I don't know where I'm going with this now at this point. But um, we're going to continue to provide information, Ohio-specific, ODNR, because like like Jason said, we have those relationships. We've built those relationships. Um, You know, they seem to feel like we're reputable enough to where they get back to us generally pretty quickly with responses um that we can then turn around and get out to you guys in 
like Jason said, plain English or easy to understand, not legal jargon or whatever. It right. Might be. Or how they're actually going to apply to, to hunters. You know? Right. It's right. kind of a different thing of what the law says and how it's going to be, you know, what that means to hunters, you know, in actual practice. Yeah. I mean, and I think another big thing, another big reason we were kind of started the podcast is that we kind of felt that the the national hunting you know media that was giving you tips and tricks and ideas you know didn't necessarily represent what we were seeing in the field you know here in ohio you know they would talk about strategies and it's like yeah i've never seen you know that's that is not the way the deer react here like they don't they don't do that here you know, so I I hope that we'll be able to, you know, kind of continue with that kind of stuff. But, you know, just in a social media and article, you know, platform. Yeah. And I, I the one thing I think I'll I'll circle back on, you know, Jake was talking about how back when we started this, you know, felt like, you know, a lot of times the ODNR would put information out and then that was it, right? You had the regs book. Well, they've, you know, in my opinion, they've come a long way with utilizing social media. You know, I see them making multiple posts about things, making sure that the information's getting out. I don't know. They don't typically, Jeff, maybe you would have a better idea of this. They don't, typically respond too much to comments on social media do they like questions they're they're starting to do it more and more i mean they okay i feel like three years ago they would post something and the the comment section was the wild west yeah you know people would just comment whatever um now they will at least respond to some of the comments you know if you have a good question and a lot of times now they're putting you know they'll they'll post something to social media and then in the comments they'll post like a paragraph explaining you know kind of the above post you know a little bit better or like hey if you want more information go here so, yeah, so I guess where I was going with that is the ODNR has come a long way with getting that information out, trying to make it more understandable, more digestible. And so while there is still a, a need for it, I think, you know, because sometimes the ODNR can review something a hundred ways and think, yep, it, it makes perfect sense. There's no way pe- people can misinterpret this. And then as soon as it hits the world, you know, the re- the rest of the public, it's like, well, do they mean this or do they mean that? You know, and it's just it's hard. It's hard to foresee all of that. Right. And so there is still, I think some, some need for something like this, whether it be a podcast or articles or something to, 
you know, kind of review that stuff. What does that actually mean? That kind of thing. But but I, I will say the ODNR has come a long way with that kind of stuff. And so there's less of a need because they're, you know, they're doing a pretty good job utilizing social media to engage with and get information out to the masses, if you will. I mean, this year you're seeing stuff like we don't know what the bag limit's going to be when the regs for spring turkey season. We did an episode on that, you know, like the the spring turkey 2022 spring turkey bag limits are not in the book. The book just says, you know, we're going to figure that out later. Something to that, something to that effect, Uh, which prior to the digital age and social media and being able to update people with that, that information, buying tickets, I almost said tickets, buying tags online and things, they, you know, they were kind of handcuffed. Whatever they were going to do had to be ready for that regs book printing. You know, they were were printing paper copies, right? And it had to be ready, you know, so... So I guess I just say all that to to say kudos to them or, or kind of give them a, a round of a, a round of applause on just utilizing some of these these digital tools to get information out in a more effective way. But uh, yeah, I guess back to the podcast. I don't know if there's much else to say. We're, we're, well, I will say the plan is. Um, we're still going to produce content through the end of September. So our last episode will be September 28th, 29th, excuse me. That last Wednesday of, of September, we've been publishing on Wednesdays since uh, since we joined Sportsman's Nation. And, and uh, you know, we're leaving the network on good terms. We've talked to Dan and, and he understands the decision. It was bummed, of course. We're, you know, we're we're kind of bummed, but we're also excited for, for what the future holds, and you know, kind of being able to allocate what little bit of time we do have to to put towards some type of side hustle to other things. So, I don't know anything else that uh, that you guys think we need to mention that uh, we should talk about. I mean, the only other thing that I could think is obviously just thanks to all of our listeners and the people that yeah. have, you know, given us an hour of their life every week. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, like Jason said, we've really enjoyed doing it, uh, meeting a lot of new people, learned a lot of things from listeners, you know, that have reached out to us and said, Hey, I heard you talk about this. This is what I do or whatever. Um, you know, I never dreamed of, you know, I, I, I mean, so many episodes, I can't even list them of guests we've had on that. I didn't even know was a thing, (laughs) you know, like in Ohio, local people doing outdoor stuff. It's like, I didn't even know that was an option, you know, like but shed dogs and I mean, just all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. 
and a lot of that content was recommended or suggested by listeners. Um, a lot of, you know, a fair amount of our guests were people that a listener contacted us and said, hey, you should talk to this person. Um, you know, f- sponsors, Monster Whitetail Grub, Masson's Deer Sense. Um, you know, they, two companies that I never would have known a thing about other than the podcast and two products, you know, they each have more than one product, obviously, but their products are, you know, and it's not just because they've sponsored our show. Like their products are legitimately better than what we have found in the big box stores. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, their scent works. I can't say the same for all the scents that you can buy in a big box store. I, you know, I've seen success from the scents from Mastin's. And same thing with Monster Whitetail Grub. We did, you know, side-by-sides, you know, I guess in full disclosure, so to speak. I mean, we didn't just put Monster Whitetail Grub on as a sponsor because they were willing to be a sponsor. We we trialed their stuff. We tested their stuff against other feeds and attractants, and it works. <laughs> you know, I mean, it does. It works. Mm-hmm. So two products that... You know, I'll continue to use and support going forward. Ohio Company, again, that's another thing that we were big on and have stayed true to is, you know, Ohio-specific podcast, Ohio-specific companies for the most part. You know, the things we're doing and trying to support, we're trying to keep it local. So just thanks to sponsors, thanks to the listeners. It's been fun. We appreciate you guys. Hope you stick around. We feel like we still got some more to offer. Yeah. And while you were talking, Jake, the the other thing I thought of is some people might ask, why is this not the last episode? Why are you, you know, why are you guys telling us you're going away? You're shutting the podcast down and then going to continue to do a couple more podcasts. We talked about it. You know, we debated that and it, it just felt more right to let the audience know before the very last episode, you know, to kind of continue on like nothing, nothing was happening and then just like tear the rug out from under you. And I haven't even run this by you guys yet, but I was kind of thinking our very last episode, we could do like a big Q and a kind of a farewell Q and a, if you guys send us enough questions to make it, worthwhile otherwise we'll find you know we always find something to (laughs) something to chat about but uh you know jake jeff if you guys are cool with it i thought we could kind of put the word out there anything and everything you know whatever questions you have about the podcast about life about hunting whatever anything you know that you've wanted to ask and maybe didn't get around to asking didn't want to ask whatever this this would be your kind of your last chance um at least in this format i mean like what i said all along we're not completely going away but just felt like maybe a a nice kind of send off you know interact with the audience and and do a big q a session yeah that would be fine by me it's uh i don't know i mean i don't 
yeah, like I said, I don't know what people even want to know. So if you guys ask questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. Right. Yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, it'll depend on whether or not we get enough questions to make it worthwhile, you know. Right. So if, <laughs> I guess you, the listener, if that's something you, you know, you want to hear, you want to make happen, send us, uh, send us all your questions. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, I'll I'll uh, just end this one with a uh, with a not a goodbye, but uh, a see you later. This uh, you know I don't want to I don't want this to be a, a goodbye forever. You know, like like we've said, we've we've appreciated the community that that's grown up around this and and the people and you know everybody that listens every week and hopefully we can find another way that that works a little better with you know with our available time still provide some some relevant content or or some fun things and uh continue to interact and and engage with you all in in some other fashion but so this is a a not a goodbye but a a farewell we'll see you later see you on the other side of uh of whatever comes out of this <laughs> all right anybody you got any other closing words or should we leave it with that i think i was leaving it with that yeah. All right. You got it. So that's it for this week. Kind of a, a bittersweet episode. Sad for the end of the podcast, but excited for what the future may hold. And with that, I think we're going to shut it off. As always, as I've as I've said for for years now, thank you all for listening. It's been uh, it's been great. So. There's still a few more episodes left that we're going to do. Like we said, we didn't want to to have the farewell episode be the last episode or or letting you know that you know we're not we're no longer going to be doing the podcast be the absolute last episode. So as we said in there, if you guys have questions for us, shoot us a message ohiohuntsman at gmail.com. Send us a message on Facebook. We're Ohio Huntsman on Facebook. Ohio Huntsman underscore podcast on Instagram. Whatever. Ask us anything. And uh, if we get enough questions, we'll uh, we'll do a Q&A session as the uh, sort of farewell episode at the end. So with that, thank you all. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>